up everybody let's spin a little yarn uh, I'm on my drive home today and I kind of had a pretty cool moment today where I got to I don't like just have like a leadership conversation with uh, another I'll keep it vague and say deck play leader um, I I wanted to have this conversation with you guys where I kind of point out again like leadership opportunity which I've talked about before on a spin the yarn but like today I've been thinking a lot about uh, the command climate that I'm currently a part of. And it's not all negative, but it's not all good. Uh, and, and some of the struggles are with time management, um, scheduling, planning, and communication are, are probably the big flicks. So uh, a lot of the planning and communication of the plan are last minute, kind of by the seat of their pants, uh, and, and it can end up in a lot of wasted time or rework, right? As we've probably all seen. Um, it, it's on a larger scale and there's some frustration in a lot of different ways of, of what the problem is and why it's not being addressed in the way that some people believe it should. And sometimes those conversations happen and they're are different little groups that are talking about different little symptoms of what is a larger overarching problem, which is, you know, the command climate. And there's big, broad strokes for why the command climate is the way that it is. Um, but sometimes we get kind of tunnel vision on those symptoms. And today, I, I, he, the guy I was talking to is kind of younger in his development as a senior leader, if that makes sense. So he's new to... Uh, his current position and he's still kind of figuring it out right and uh and but the conversation i had was the the group that he's a part of right that that he works with on a, on a daily basis doesn't he doesn't feel like that group is recognizing the problem in the way that he is and he doesn't understand why it's not being addressed in the way that he thinks that it should be, and, and he's nuts. He's so honest about it, which I really loved. He's so honest about the fact that while he recognizes there's a problem, he's not 100% sure what to do about it. Um, and I think that's awesome that he's even willing to admit that. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, a lot of armchair quarterbacks out there that, that think they see what's supposed to be happening and, and are sitting there dictating, talking about, you know, how I, oh, they're doing it all wrong and this is how you're supposed to do it when they really really don't have a full grasp of the situation or the full picture and, and so I thought it was really cool that he was humble enough to, to recognize that and kind of address that but then I also the part that struck me today and the reason why I you know busted out the microphone on the drive home was because leadership opportunity is freaking everywhere right so I, I've been at this command for a while now and I've spent a lot of needlessly long hours at work uh, you know I, I've I'm doing everything I can to contribute to the solution. Uh, there's been some small victories here and there, but you know it's a work in progress. But in in my frustration, which there's been plenty of, um, in my moments of anger and, and just confusion, right? Um, I've I've tried to look around for the good things and cling onto those so that I don't find myself constantly in a bad mood or, or, or snapping at anybody or taking down anybody else. And I, and I think I've done an okay job at that, but I think that one of the kind of eureka moments I had today was within a climate like this, there are so many opportunities to lead people. And I got to do it with a fellow leader today, just 
part of the function of, of the conversation being just he needed to vent. He needed somebody to listen to him. I got to do that. But he was genuinely asking the question. He was genuinely reaching out for some guidance and some professional development that he's not getting from the leader that he's supposed to be getting it from that I can provide to him, which I really enjoyed. And, and I thought to myself, in an organization like this that is struggling, um, and, I, and I think it's going to head in the right direction after some growing pains happen, um, in an organization like this, there's so much opportunity because of all that frustration, because of where everybody's at mentally and, and how worn down they can become and how frustrated they can be by their circumstances and and how they can feel like they just, you know, they don't know what the why is and, the, and they don't know what's going on, why it's happening the way it's happening, why their time isn't being valued, you know, why they don't have the guidance they need, the tools they need, the, you know, support they need, whatever, right? They... A lot of, especially the junior sailors, just get super frustrated because they're so far detached from the planning and the organization and the decision making that by the time he gets down to them, I mean, it's just belligerence. It doesn't make any sense when you're in an environment like this, right? And so there, that's that opportunity, right? That's that opportunity for me to clarify that vision for whoever needs it, for whoever I can help, right? Or it help, it, it's the just... Uh, prime environment for me to develop leadership, right? For all these junior level or mid-level leaders to get developed by someone that recognizes the problem, is actively working on the problem, and you need to enlist help, right? Um, I was I was watching a, a bit of a documentary on Netflix the other day, and uh, this guy, you know, is kind of a nerd a little bit, and I say that endearingly. Uh, he goes... He goes, if you want to take on the dark side, you got to train Jedi, right? And he was, it was an analogy for what he, what he was actually doing in real life. But um, it just kind of struck me as humorous in that way where it's like, if you want to develop these other, other leaders, uh, you got to enlist help. Like, this isn't something I'm going to be able to do by myself. I got spectacularly lucky in that a former shipmate of mine from a previous, uh, a previous ship just reported super strong, hard charging senior chief that's got even more experience than me. And and we both kind of had a moment when he checked in and we recognized each other and we both got really, really pumped because we both knew there was a lot of work that needed to be done and we, we were excited that if for no other reason than we would have each other to lean on, that we weren't by ourselves, right? And, and that's a big deal. Um, and so you kind of, you need to look for those, those leaders that are just looking around for something to grab onto and that's you. That's where you get to step in. And you get to help those leaders out. You get to develop them. They're they're starving for that professional development. And if they're not getting it from where they're supposed to be getting it from, and you can provide it, provide it. Do that. Um, I, you know, I find myself to a point just professionally in, in my in my area of expertise as a culinary specialist right now, and as a I'm the supply department chief. Uh, we're walking into what uh, surface ships call it SMC, submarines call it SMI. Uh, on this next deployment, we're walking into a major inspection. And uh, we got a lot of work to do. And I had a lot of stuff that I had to, you know, create from scratch and programs I had to fix and a records keeper to train and a, and a bulk storm custodian to train and um, an LPO to train. First time being an LPO, just made first. Um, so a lot to do. There's a lot going on. I have a lot to do. But, you know, it's going on 20 hundred and I'm on my drive home because I spent a little over an hour sitting in... Uh, sitting in a chair, having that conversation with that leader. So that's part of, that goes into that make time thing that we've talked about before as well. It's, stuff's just too important and in the absence of 
the kind of robust professional development we'd all love to see in a brick and mortar classroom or any other medium. Uh, and, and even if it did exist, it's not you know a substitute for that that deck plate style mentorship. That finding someone in that moment of need where you get to address that, you get to have that specific conversation. And, and in this scenario, it was really cool because the stuff he was frustrated by, I had experiences to relate to it, stories I got to tell. I mean, it was it, it was. It was very cool. It was very uh, fortunate that uh, I had stuck around. He happened to have duty today, and we got to have that conversation. So I encourage you all to seek out that leadership opportunity, especially if you're in those bad commands. Don't let it beat you down. Don't let yourself get bogged down by frustration and, and you know, the the just, I mean, it can almost turn into bitterness, right, if you allow it to, if you, if you adjust yourself to the to the surrounding atmosphere and you allow it to beat you down it's very easy to get real frustrated and just be angry all the time because that environment makes it so much harder to do your job I, I was explaining to this guy I was talking to today when he asked me why I was still at work at 1800 you know I have three hours ish of, of actual work where no joke I have to do it sit down get on the computer and do my work uh, and I just, it's very, very difficult for me to find the time to, to do that because I'm running around supervising. I got a lot of meetings I got to go to. I had a training off the, off the ship I had to go to today, just all the stuff. And by the time I get the opportunity to sit down and log into a computer and do that two, three hours of work, I'm starting at 16, 1700 and keeps me on the boat until then. Um, and, uh, I could be very bitter about that. I could be very angry about that, but you know, for what, uh, Who's, who's being served by that? You know what I mean? So don't don't allow yourself to get into that situation. Um, it is what it is. We do what we do, and we get it done. And then you find the opportunity when you can to have those conversations, right? To develop those leaders and to do whatever you can to make, make it better, right? Uh, I, I'm not going to fix this by myself. I can't fix this by myself. It's impossible. I am not a superhero. Uh, I never will be, but I can contribute. Right, I can hopefully be a catalyst for some of that change. Um, the guy, like that senior chief that just reported, is going to be a catalyst for change. Uh, there's a lot of positives to be taken from these negatives. So look around and find those. Grab onto those and be part of the positive change that happens in that command that has that command climate that's affecting you and, and your charges negatively. Because you can. You can do a lot to, to help. Um, but you know, understand that it's, it's a team effort and that it's going to take time. It's going to take time to fix that, but uh, I don't know. That's what I got for you today. I just wanted to kind of share that experience with you that I got to have that conversation and and why I kind of had this, like, I you know, this eureka moment, like the leadership opportunity. Like, I found it. I found it in this conversation. I found it in this, uh, in this opportunity to professionally develop another leader, and, and I found it amidst an environment where there's not a lot of good things to grab onto right now. It's very frustrating. It's a rough on all of us right now. We're all working a lot of long hours. And uh, sometimes, you know, for reasons that we can't exactly explain other than, you know, poorly managed or not valued time. So um, it can be found. There are There is a lot of opportunity in that environment, and I encourage you to go find it, seize it, and, uh, and help develop these leaders and, and better these command climates as a result. Uh, so that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't give up the ship.